What is up, dudes and dudettes? Today on the pod, we got a very fun subject. We just talk mostly about Boston sports legends who are underrated, just people that stuck with us throughout childhood that weren't the greatest players of all time, but just always have a special place in your heart. I hope you guys enjoy. This is uh, mostly for the Boston sports fans out there, and if we found if we didn't mention anybody that you really love, let us know because this was like a great conversation that we really enjoyed having. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens. Yeah, <laughs> we're back. Episode fifteen. I want to say sorry we missed Friday. We tr- we did a pod on the run to Newport, but I just forgot to post it because when when I'm in Newport, I just don't really think. Yeah, correctly. Yeah, and, and it was kind of like we were trying to test something out, trying to do a podcast on the road. Yeah, we you, you might you guys, it's in the vault right now. You might find that one later, but for now we're back. Monday, last day of March, I want to say March thirtieth. Yeah. Is there thirty one days? Yeah, there's thirty one. There is. Good. Okay, so Jesus. second to last day of March. Yep, and uh, school is ramping up. <laughs> I know it sucks. It's like the first couple of weeks of this nonsense was going on it was all you had to really worry about was just finding a way to get through the day occupying yourself but yeah. now like you have to do classwork and shit and it just feels so weird dude i'm just getting no but it's like some teachers just aren't like for online you know what i mean and like i'm yeah. taking classes like calculus and yeah. she's not like there's no lessons she just gives us the powerpoints and all that and like i can't teach myself calculus no <laughs> it sucks it's no nah, it's i i don't do well when I'm not, I have to like go to the class and like be engaged and like answer yeah. questions. Cause like if I, if it's, if you're relying on me to just sit at home and like not play on my phone, not watch TV while I'm doing this shit, like, no, yeah, it's just not the way it's gonna work. It's my house, my rules, people. And that's how <laughs> it's always been. Like, exactly. Uh, no, I'm just like, uh, I'm just getting so angry with this one teacher though. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, the thing is like, she's like, I get it. Like, she's trying to be innovative, she's trying to make it like interactive with the virus. Right? Yeah. So, like, one of those, like, questions she gave us was, like, uh, uh, oh, you're the manager. You're actually, like, the, uh, the CEO of, like, Stop and Shop. And you have to make up a PR campaign to, like, reassure, like, customers, like, that, you know, it's going to be okay and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I just have to do all this bullshit. Like, I'm the actual CEO. And, like, uh-huh. I have to go to different websites, pull shit together. And this is just for, like, discussion board. Like That's the, the worst. The, the The discussion board being like such a pivotal part of classes, it's just such a nuisance. Because I want, if I want to discuss, like I'll do it in person when yeah. I can like share my thoughts. Not over, like I, I, it's just not how I interact in a classroom. I know. I like seeing people's expressions. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, the feedback right away. I guess you know what I mean like because like yeah. as soon as I post it, I'm just like, oh shit, it, it seems like it's kind of fucked up. And then I just start overthinking, like you know, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm just getting sick of school. Just getting sick of it. And this online things that just give me a headache now. It's just the weirdest school year of all time. And it's just so... It's 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 kind of hard just being at home with so many distractions. I need that. I, I don't do well. I figured this out. I took my first two online classes last semester and i figured out oh yeah i can't like this isn't for me yeah yeah so then like i don't like i have an online class this semester but it's like an easy class so i was like all right that'll i'll be fine but now that they're all online like i can't remember what due dates when exactly exactly and it's not even that it's the 
It's the quizzes that are going to get me. Yeah. Because it's, oh, quiz open once a day, like one on like Thursday. Don't forget it. Yeah. One every three weeks. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, they sneak up on you too, especially when you're just like not really paying it. Like the when the weekdays blend with the weekends and yeah. you don't, feels like a Wednesday and it's a Sunday and it feels like it's Monday and it's a Friday. You just, yeah. No, I, I totally feel it. But honestly, screw all this school stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? Like. I didn't uh, come here to talk school. We know? did not come here to talk school today, people. Even though, I don't know. I just got really angry last night over that whole stop and shop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Barnes rarely texts me about, like, topics we're going to talk about. But he was really, like, he was like, hey, tomorrow I'm talking about Zoom. And yeah. I was like, what, why Zoom? He's like, I just, I, I got to talk about it. I got a lot to say. I'm like, all right. But, no, it's I hate that. I hate because I'll, like, work myself up at night. And then yeah. I'll go to bed and I'll wake up and be like, Nah, you're yeah. not that angry. Like, yeah. <laughs> stop freaking out. I'm glad that you figured that out. You know, I don't want you oh, no. coming off as a dick about yeah. stuff you don't really mean. You know? Oh, yeah, no, no. But no, no, I'm like that. Like, as soon as I fall asleep, my whole, like, mood changes. Like, yeah. It, like, resets. It's like an Etch-a-Sketch, you know what I mean? You're just, <laughs> like, you're just a cranky fellow, and then you get a, get a nice little yeah. nap and you feel good. <laughs> no, I'm not cranky. I just, I can work myself. I get worked up very You were easily. definitely cranky last night. Oh, I was 100% <laughs> cranky last night. Yeah. But no, you don't actually relax me is what you brought up. You uh uh some throwback uh Boston players. Right, yeah. So my thought on this topic, not a segment but like somewhat of a segment, we just pick underrated Boston athletes from our youth and like Yeah. Just just slept on characters that if you say the name you'll be like, Oh yeah, I remember them but like they're no one really had their jerseys or anything. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, I was I there was one guy I had specifically in mind for this when I brought it up, and it's Mike Carp. Mike Carp. Do you remember Mike Carp? <laughs> I did. He was what Red Sox. Red Sox. Yeah. 2013. He was on that World Series team, and I was watching the World Series reruns the other day, and I was I was it was like the ALCS or something 2013, yeah. and I was like, who is number 30? I saw 37 warming up in the in the uh, batters on deck box, and I was like, wow. Who the hell is that guy? And then it was like his name popped up, Mike Carp. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I fucking loved Mike Carp, and like I have a interesting Mike Carp story because when I when they won the World Series, I went to that parade, yeah. and that year, uh, anytime they would hit doubles, they would pull the quiver. So like you stick your arm out and you go like this, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, shooting yeah, off quiver. arrows. You pull the tri- uh, rip the quiver, or whatever. And the whole parade, I was just anytime a parade, like players would go by, I would try and shoot it at them, and they would never shoot it back. But then, like the last boat, I was Mike Carp. I'm like, hey Carp, Mike Carp. I started shooting the quiver at him, and he shot it right back at me. And I was like, yeah, baby, let's go. It was, I was getting so hyped. It was, it was just like a funny moment. It was, yeah. uh, ever since I've like had a soft spot for Mike Carp. No, I, I definitely feel that. I mean, you've been, yeah. There was one time you met Jalen Brown, right? Too. Well, yeah, uh, the basketball. Uh, the Celtics team practice at Salve, so oh, when I was going there, so they would they went in that gym for like every day for a week. So we would just wait for, for practice. Are you serious? Over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw all those guys. I saw Gordon. Hay- I offered Gordon Hayward a jewel rip. Semi Ojale is like the biggest dude I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, Marcus Smart was cool. Terry Rozier was so hood and would like sneak around. He didn't want to see anybody. Yeah. So he would like sneak around the crowd and like like tiptoe into the bus yeah yeah and like you had to keep an eye out for him because like we figured that out like two days in because that was the one guy i wanted to be like oh i want to see terry was here but 
he would just lurk like there was this back door that you could loop out and like just sneak onto the bus and he would do that every time because he was just didn't want to hang out with all the white kids in Newport. You yeah, know? yeah, no, I totally feel that. Totally feel that. But uh, yeah, you got any underrated Boston athletes? I don't know. Bars? Like as soon as you start saying uh, like, uh, you know, just like, yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, do you remember uh, Matt Clement? <laughs> I do remember Matt Clement, dude. And the only reason he was like a pitcher during like two thousand four to I think yeah, like two thousand six or something. Yeah. Uh, and then he went to the Cubs. He was on the Cubs before the Sox. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where he, like, became... He was nasty on the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. And I just... No, I just remember there was one day, because I was, like, you know, baseball, like, that was literally my life when I was, you know, 2004, 2005, yeah. 2006. And uh, I remember that there was, uh, you know, I wanted to... We would watch it every single night on the TV, and my dad was like, no, we're watching... I'm watching Cops or something. Yeah. And, like, uh, and he was like, yeah, get a radio. Do what I used to do back in the day. That's what we and like so me and my brother we listen. We were listening it on the radio. It's like first second inning, and the you know the guy's just like and uh, pitch uh, Matt Clement throws <laughs> right down the middle, and it's like line shot right back at Clement. Clement's down. Clement's down. Oh, Jesus. And it was literally a line shot right back. Yeah, broke his jaw. I, I remember that. And like me and my brother just got up and like. He's like, Dad, you gotta change it. Matt Clement's dead. I think he's dead. <laughs> and like, we're just like, see, it's like, oh my god. And then we just watched the rest of the Red Sox game, like right there. That's very funny. Uh, but like other people, like uh, like Willie Mopena, fire, strongest guy I've ever seen in my life. The one thing I remember from him is he had a broken bat, and it went all the way and hit the green monster. No way. Yeah, dude, I'm dead serious. Like, he was look a beast. It up. He used to hit, like, there were some runs he'd hit over the monster that are probably still going. He was a savage. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, like, dude, that team was so roided up. Like oh, the whole MLB was so roided up. Because I, I, I just remember, I remember Willie Mo Pena, it was either a home run or a strikeout. Yeah. And you had Gabe Kapler. Yeah. And that was, like, when he first, like people like didn't suspect him it's like oh he's just a young dude and then yeah. like he's like that when he's 40 now it's like ah, oh, wait a minute <laughs> you might have gotten a little help along the way but i don't know as long as you don't test positive for anything like a-rod never used steroids because he never got caught so like he can always say he played clean but a-rod yeah was taking steroids no everyone was taking steroids. i honestly do, do you like mind that though like i wish i wish they would make steroids legal yeah be so entertaining i yeah i don't like what they're trying like they juice the ball like you know yeah. what i mean they're doing it's like isn't that the same thing i know and i but there is like health like benefits to not taking steroids like people get fucked up by steroids and when they try to get off them they get on like different shit and yeah it's yeah like oxycontin and yeah stuff. yeah like, it's not there was this story about this guy like number two overall pick in 1989 the nfl draft who was this, uh, he was just roided up all throughout college and was just an unreal offensive lineman. But he was afraid of getting caught once he got to the NFL, so he'd stop taking them, and he sucked. And then he would get, like, depressed because, like, his mood swings were crazy. So oh, he yeah. Had, so he started taking, like, antidepressants and then, like, oxycodone. Yeah, and, like, oh, God Got damn, addicted to all that shit. But, like, he so the and 1989 NFL draft, the, the top five picks, there's four Hall of Famers and then this guy oh, who, like, played, like, God one season. Damn. It was, like, Troy Aikman, Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders, and, like, Michael Irvin. Or <laughs> I forget who the fifth guy was, but Dude. just four, like, Hall of Famers. And then this guy went before Barry Sanders, before Deion Sanders, yeah. and which ended up being, like, a, a juice head, like, a juice head bum. Yeah. yeah. I just hate, because, like, I, I dropped off of baseball. Uh yeah. 
I dropped off, I think, when we got Jason Bay. You remember Jason Bay? I hated Jason I, Bay. That's why I stopped watching, because, like, we signed him for, like, a shit ton of money yeah. or something, and, like, he was supposed to be, you know, he was a good player, I guess, in, like, Pittsburgh or wherever he was mm-hmm. from. And I don't know what it was. I was like, I looked at him, and I was like, this guy's not good. Yeah. I didn't even watch him play. And I was like, this guy, I just have a feeling about this guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then it was just... One after another. You can tell some people are, like, overwhelmed by playing in Boston. Like, they just don't like the media. They don't like the, like, the vibe. Yeah. Like, if you suck, we're going to get on you. Like, they're not, like, you can't. Yeah, some like people just don't like playing in Boston. Like, do you remember Carl Crawford? I loved Carl Crawford. I loved him he, on the Rays. He was great on the Rays because no one, there was 2,000 people at the games. But then, like, I just think it's tough to play in Boston. And yeah. Like, especially if you don't, if you're not from here, like you don't understand how intense yeah. the people are. And like, but that's why I love, I love like players like Carl Crawford that just like kind of swing through like the names, like yeah. known around the league and all that. Yeah. And then they're just like one year in Boston. And they're gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like a little stop. She's like, Oh, Carl Crawford. You just, you find out quick, like who can, who wants to be there and who doesn't. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Cause like a lot of these kid, like a lot of these guys, like I think Carl Crawford's from Florida or like somewhere down south where the major league sports mean nothing compared to like college football. So it's like oh, if you're a baseball yeah. player, you're just out of the public eye, like you're not really like in the mix. But then you get to Boston and yeah. you see it's like life- Carl Crawford one for four. Should we replace him? Should we trade him? Does he suck? It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just see that over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Some yeah, people... they, oh, no, I totally get that. Because I, I felt bad for, you know, I did feel bad for Pablo uh, Santabar. Santabar? Because like, I knew, yeah, Santabar. Like, I knew uh, once it, like, started, like, and, like, you know, he kept, like, they kept, like, taking pictures of him, like, oh, look at him at the barbecue. Yeah. Look at his plate, how much shit he nah, has. If like, you're going to be fat, you have to be nasty. Yeah, or else, yeah. Or else you're going to get a lot of shit. Yeah, because I, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, I can't remember, like, what happened to Prince Fielder? He, like, kind of fought, fell he, off. He, like, hurt his neck, and he had to retire early because he, he had, like, neck problems or something. Yeah. But he could always hit the ball, so, like, no one ever gave him shit. Yeah. But, yeah, that that's, like, really fat guy that comes to mind that was yeah. dirty. <laughs> uh, well, you're forgetting one, an under, uh, honestly, an underrated Boston athlete, Bartolo Colon. Bartolo. <laughs> he, I loved watching him play for the Sox, and like that was before he was like Bartolo. Like that was before he was like the god of the internet. Yeah, that was a. Uh, was that the same year we got uh, Dice K? I think Dice K was way before Bartolo, but I'm not. I can't. Yeah, it's so the years blend together. To be completely honest, like, yeah, you just remember names and faces. You don't yeah. remember the years. Like I loved like. Uh, do you remember uh, J T Snow? I remember the name. I don't remember ever seeing him play. He was like, no, no, he was like the Alex Cora's. Yeah, like he he was a utility guy. Yeah, and I loved Alex Cora until he honestly before like once he became like the manager, I was like, ah, now you're not like a throwback guy anymore. You're just now the manager. (laughs) I guess I I I see what you're saying. Yeah, but um, JT Snow. What? Yeah. When when was he around? He it was like during that. It was like when JD Drew was on the team. I hated. I loved JD Drew. A lot of people did like he. Did, no, the only reason I liked him is because he did not care about baseball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, that, I think that's like he would just rub me the wrong way. He just looked like an idiot, and yeah, anytime he'd like strike out, he would just turn around and walk to the dugout. It's yeah, like, like, yeah, whatever yeah, happens. I was just like, all right, JD Drew, you're a bum. Yeah. You got, 
he seemed like a kind of guy who didn't want to be in Boston, but he was on. He was better than I give him credit for. But I didn't like J D. Yeah. Drew. No, definitely. Because I feel like I don't know what it was. I feel like J D. Drew replaced like Trot Nixon or something. Like, don't you dare use those two names in the same sentence. No, no, They're no, not no. even <laughs> close to like r- relatable at all. That's a horrible. No, no, I wasn't. I, I maybe wasn't in the actual right field, but like no. I w- Yeah, no, I wasn't like comparing. You did. No, 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 I wasn't. That's how you're taking it. I wasn't comparing skill level. I was just saying that was like the transition to like someone who had the faded hat, the faded like just a, just a veteran of the game, and then JD, uh, you know, Drew. Came JD in. bum. <laughs> I remember, like, he made me hate his brother, Stephen Drew, who came in to play shortstop, and he never, like, <laughs> he never did anything wrong, but I was like, I can never like this guy, because he's fucking related to that bum, J.D. Drew. <laughs> oh, shit. And I never liked J.D. Drew. Let's, uh, you got any underrated Celtics you want to talk about? Celtics? I sent you one last night that I, like, I really loved, but, like, I'm sure you loved him, too. Oh, who was it? Brandon Bass. Oh, Brandon Bass, yeah. So money. Focal point. That, like, I literally, the, I mean, dude, he was a mid-range king. <laughs> Not even, he was the baseline king. Yeah, yeah. He was the baseline king. There was this, like, uh, stat I saw on Instagram of, like, the leading scores throughout the decade through from every zone in, for the Celtics, and it was, like, KG in the paint, like, Paul Pierce in the mid-range, I forget who from three, but, like, one little zone was, like, the baseline. It was just Brandon Bass. Yeah. And it was, like, hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, because they just – it was Rondo and Bass. You couldn't beat the pick no, and roll. No, no. And you just – if you let him get anywhere close to the baseline, it was, like, he could feel the energy of the baseline, and it would just, like, reverberate through Yeah. Him, and the bucket would auto- automatically go in. Like, if he was ever allowed to step on the baseline and shoot a shot, he would never miss. Yeah, Brandon Bass easily had the – highest jumping shot I've ever seen in my oh life. Oh, my God. He would jump to the moon every time. He'd, I would honestly... There was there was, there was had to be a time where he jumped and he was like, I'm never coming down. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he would, it looked like he was just going to keep floating up and up into the rafters. But he would come down and so would the ball through the net most of the time. Yeah, dude, I loved that. Uh, yeah, Brandon Bass was awesome uh, was during that man. time. But then it just sucked because, like, that was during, like, the end of the big three, too. Yeah, he was like that transition period where it was like the, like the weird gritty Celtics that were fun to watch. Yeah, but like, dude, like, yeah, I just wrote down like, uh, <laughs> dude, somebody. Do you remember like Troy Murphy? No, that uh, he was just a big white guy, and the only thing I remember about him was uh, he looked like a loser first of yeah. all. And there's just one game where uh, he broke his nose, like I think it was against the Knicks or something, and there was like blood everywhere. <laughs> and then like he came back and then he broke it again, <laughs> and like he was what just like idiot. a dweeb. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Troy Murphy. <laughs> and he, he was just a six ten center, just like. <laughs> Can you name anybody who's ever been successful in the NBA named Troy? Troy, uh, Troy. I don't know. I, when I think, I think basketball players, I think of Troy Bolton. Do you know who that is? Troy Bolton, no. You don't know who Troy Bolton is? No. He is Zac Efron in High School Musical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what Troy What team is Bolton. he on? He's on the Alb- Albuquerque Wildcats. It's like, or it's like yeah. East High Wildcats. Oh, damn. But he, number 14, that man could play. <laughs> number 14. He would, he would get his head in the game. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, that's the first Troy I can think of. Yeah. Troy I, Murphy. I hated High School Musical. Yeah, it doesn't seem like your cup of tea. It was not for me. <laughs> I love the basketball scene, though. Yeah. He was pretty good. His head was in the game. I'll give him that. 
<laughs> no, you can't deny that. Troy Bolton could put the ball in the hoop. <laughs> he no. would have been, like, a perfect player at, like, Wichita State. Yeah, yeah. With, like, <laughs> Wichita with like Ron Baker. <laughs> to be completely honest, I feel like that's where Troy Murphy went. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Troy Murphy sounds like an Iowa guy. Or... Yeah, yeah. That's where Wichita. Wichita. No, Wichita is in Kansas. Oh, dude, I got Who one. Cares, I got man. one. You remember uh, uh, Chris Wilcox? I do remember yeah, Chris Wilcox. Yeah. He would. I loved Chris Wilcox. Dude, I just loved him just because he had those like uh, arm like on the wrists. Yeah. He had both those like wristbands. Nah, Chris Wilcox was like the king of just like the sh- tiny alley oop. Yeah. <laughs> who am I thinking of? The, the Greg something, the guy who Steezma. Steezma. <laughs> I love him. Dude. He would. He would. He was a great rim protector. I'm dead serious. The only reason I liked him was because Tommy Heinsohn wanted to take a bullet for yeah. Greg Steezma. Well, he was. He was a savage, and when he was out there, he would rebound and block shots, and he was. He worked hard. I yeah, liked him. But I, that was, like, during the time where, like, uh, Tommy Heinsohn just, like, said the most outrageous. Like, I remember word for word saying that Greg Steamsa is the best, like, charge taker, like, he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> and it's like, all right, Tommy. No, I mean, Tommy Heinsohn's seen a lot of basketball. I'd trust his word. <laughs> Steamsa, I wonder if he, well, that was before Marcus Smart. I wonder if he would say, he would change his opinion now. I don't know, dude. He loves Steamsa. How could you not? I don't know. He did I, it all and then some. I just, I, I the only reason I like him is just because, like, I just found it so weird that uh, Tommy loved him so yeah. much. But uh, how about, uh, uh, yeah, even during that team, too, you had a, uh, oh, what's his first name? Kevon? Kevon Dueling? Keon Dueling. Kenyon Dueling? No, there's a V in there. No. I'm guaranteed there's a V in there. I know, the that, I know it ends in Y-O-N. Keon. Keon Dooling. Keon Dooling? Final answer, Keon Dooling. All right. You know what? Yeah. 51. Right. Number 51. Yeah, he was solid. I love them, too. That was just, like, weird times yeah. to be a Celtics fan. When it was just, like, Paul Pierce, and then you're, like... They were, like, still trying to make yeah. a run at it. Yeah. Because we had a bunch of, uh, like, white guys, too. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a... Uh, I think it was Chris Arroyo? Arroyo? I believe you. Yeah, he was, uh, I don't know, he was, like, wicked good on, like, Spain or some yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> just went off in the Olympics, so they were like, we gotta have him. Yeah, yeah, and then he was just mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, uh, I don't know, that, all that time. Oh, dude, that's what it is, Phil Pressy. Oh, I yeah, like Phil yeah, Pressy. Yeah, yeah, From Missouri, I remember him. Yeah. Oh, we should ask, because I'm pretty sure, didn't, uh, uh, Joey's down brother, he played with him. Where is Philip Pressy from, like, Boston? Yeah, yeah, he's around here. Where's he from? Oh, I have no idea. Just Why'd he go to Missouri? I don't know. Probably whatever team offers. <laughs> Makes sense. You know, most uh, scholarships. He was number 26, right? Yeah, yeah. He was I just, liked him. He was so fast. He was just so small. He was like Carson Edwards before Carson Edwards. Yeah. I feel like we've always had people like that. Cause like also like Shane Larkin too. Yeah, they like the small like, and now like Kemba. They just like yeah, the yeah. small. Shifty point guard is like, all right, I Real guess. Shit. I'm just looking for the next Bob Cousy. I actually didn't even realize that. I'm, like, trying to put that together. Because even, like, Isaiah Thomas, like, that was, yeah, like... Rondo's not too tall. Yeah, but Rondo just had, like, the most unbelievable playmaking ability I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I loved I loved Celtics Rondo. I still... I love Rondo in general. I, like... I'm a big Rondo guy. Because he's still, like, wicked smart when he's playing. Yeah. He's just, you know, a hothead and... Then, he just spits just, on people yeah, and then. Just a jackass. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
do you you were never really like a Bruins guy growing up, were you? Nah, the the one guy, one shout out Bruins player I can do that I just loved was uh McQuaid. He was a beast. <laughs> Dude, he was just like uh, he was just a badass. Oh he, no, he was a badass. Who was the guy? Was it Krejci who uh, took that slap shot off his uh, leg and he broke it? Gregory Campbell. Yeah, dude. That I was, was that was like I was gonna say that, but he's not underrated at all because he's like a legend. He's like a Boston legend. Yeah. Because he fin if you like I couldn't I wouldn't be able to get through a NHL shift just with both legs intact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I would be dead after 15 seconds. That guy that was a f- played a whole minute with a broken leg. Yeah. I like and that was like during the t- like I was back then where I was like, "Nah, dude, like, you know, football's way tougher like they yeah. die and blah blah." And then I saw that and mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, they won." My <laughs> my underrated uh, Bruin played on the same line as Gregory Campbell for a lot of the time. It was Daniel Paye. I was not a huge hockey fan growing up. Yeah, but like I would, I would like once I heard that the Bruins were nasty, I was like, all right, I'll take a peek, and I would watch like. I would, I would just watch for two seconds, and Daniel Paye would always score. It made yeah. no sense, but anytime I turned the TV on, Danny Paye was, like, knuckling up the whole bench because he was just scored, and I was like, wow, like, this guy must be the best player on earth because, like, anytime <laughs> I'm watching hockey, he's scoring goals. Like, this, this guy must be the bee's knees, but he was just, like, some third, fourth-line, like, right winger who wasn't anything great, but he would just had heart and would score anytime yeah. I watched, so I liked Danny Paye, number 20. I will say, I like, I don't know. There's nothing like, I don't know. Bruins, like, playoff hockey is kind of unbeatable. Playoff hockey is the best sport you can watch. I don't know what it is about it. Like, I don't need to know anybody's name. It's so intense. Yeah. I'll say playoff hockey, number one. March Madness, number two. Playoff football and playoff baseball are tied. Tied? In in my head. I would go... Uh, yeah, I would, I would go football over baseball just but, just because it's one game versus the series. I, I yeah, I, I love that one game elimination type of thing. I feel you, but there, I just I, I don't know. I guess I like appreciate. I like a series because yeah. it's interesting how like a series can change and like pivotal things can happen, and you have to like plan for more than just one game. Yeah, you know? but to each their own. Uh, football's. A, I just think if I'm watching a game and I don't care who wins, I'd rather watch a baseball game because like, yeah. but like if I care who was winning, I'll ra- I'd rather watch a football game because like that because like if I'm say betting like betting on the series, I don't know, I don't like it. it's sort of nerve wracking, but not nearly as interesting as betting on a football game. Oh you know? uh, no, no, I definitely feel that. I'm uh, I don't know. I I just like because that's why I love my like, and it kind of sucks because NBA is easily last uh just because of the domination of the teams over the last yeah. decade no it just hasn't been competitive yeah. other than like that like i like and even like oh yeah the warriors and the Cavs match up well but i don't want to watch them th- three years yeah in a row, no no, no in a row. i just don't like sitting there and just being like oh it's gonna be Cavs warriors this year mm-hmm. like that and that's why it sucks how tom hanks disease is going on right now yeah because like uh, this was the year I felt like. This was the year that it was like, you didn't really know who was gonna make it. Like yeah. there was six, seven teams that could easily beat each other. Yeah, it was obviously gonna be Lakers, Celtics, but I know what you're saying. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think. I honestly feel like the Celtics were gonna lose to the Bucks. Nah. I feel. I felt like it was Giannis's year to well, go. Well, now we'll never know. I know. It sucks. 
But what are you going to do? Watch uh, just NBA live stream. I was watching, <laughs> I was watching the 06 finals this morning. Um, Heat, Mavericks, and there was an underrated Celtic, too, actually, for the Mavericks. Um, Jason Terry, who was like, he was pretty washed by the time he got to Boston. But yeah. I loved this guy when he was on the Celtics. Marquise Daniels. Marquise Daniels. You remember him? Yes, yes. He was the man. He couldn't, like, he was sucked at offense, but he was just like a G and would just grind on defense. Nah. I was like, all right. Dude, there would be games, though, where, like, I don't know, he probably had, like, three, four games where he just scored 20, 25 points. Yeah. It was so weird. But uh, he had that weird injury. The weirdest injury I've ever seen in my life. What weird injury? He had, like, he had something, like, wrong with his spine. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, so, so you know, he, he, like, had the ball, and he was going to, like, swing the ball through and take the baseline. Yeah. And so, like, you know, he moves his head, head down, and he kind of hit his head into the chest of the defender, and then he gets knocked out. And just was never the same? No, he no, he couldn't get up. And it was just, like... Uh, they had to bring the stretcher out and all that, and he's like, "Yeah, that's just, I have, I have a thing in my neck that just makes me do that." <laughs> I'm saying, no, look at it. What? Watch that's the so video. You gotta watch the video because it's such a weird. It just happens, and, and like he's lifeless. It's so weird. Uh, he must have been like, I don't know. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I just love got the right PowerPoint, PowerPoint pressure point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh. I couldn't really think of any underrated Patriots because it's like we were talking about this. You can't really – everyone sort of gets the credit they kind of deserve. Yeah. And, and when it comes to, like, Patriots folklore, I can't think of like, – I want to say, like, Vince Wilfork's kind of underrated, but he's not. Like, everyone loves yeah, Vince yeah, Wilfork. Yeah. I mean, I was uh, – I don't know. Because the thing is, when I think underrated, I was just – I think of, like, when I was a kid. Like, what yeah. I can remember from those teams, like – do you remember like Dante Stallworth? Oh yeah. Yeah, Stallworth was. Yeah, he, he was. I like awesome. Stallworth. I'm trying to think of like offensive linemen and like. I know Ryan Izzo was, like the Off- special teams. Oh uh, no, uh, I got one. Matt Light. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's he was good. Yeah. I can't tell you what position he played uh, on the was... line, but. He was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Because he did stick out, and uh, they had um, Dan Coppin. I think he was the center. He was a beast. He had, like, long red hair. He was kind of a savage. But you can't, like... Yeah. Anyone not on the O-line is pretty... Like, Richard Seymour gets credit. Like, Richard Seymour, like, yeah. He was honestly dirty. Frable was awesome. Yeah. Oh, dude, who was that guy? Remember that, like, uh, that lineman who, like... Uh, yeah, it was, like, a kickoff return? And, like, you know, it, they did a squid kick. Yeah, yeah, and, and he took it, was, it so far. Was it Conley? It might have been Conley. Yeah. I forget. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. He just, like, chugged up the left side of the It field. was, like, it like, like, he was just, like, yeah, I he, loved it because yeah, he first he, was, like, protecting the ball. Yeah. And then, like, uh, once he, got, he was, like, wait, there's a hole. Yeah. And he was just, like. <laughs> <laughs> he got in the open field and just started trucking. <laughs> I, yeah, that was so funny. I, I don't, I think I was watching that live or something. I forget. No, nah, I, yeah, I remember watching that live for sure. Because it was just, like, so. That was like, a funny <laughs> yeah. Like, that's easily number one on Sports Center tomorrow. <laughs> Ah, uh, damn. How about, uh... I think we've run out of Boston sports. Nah, dude, I have... Oh, I got one. Uh, I'm thinking... Do you remember Jordan Crawford? 
on, I do, uh, J-Craw, 55. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a beast. Celtics. I think he's still playing in China. He was nasty. I feel bad. Like, because, like, he was just dirty because there was no one on the team. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He got his time in the league. He was obviously just not all, like, that great. But he was, uh, I liked yeah. him a lot. He would, he could put the ball in the, the biscuit in the basket. Oh, 100%. 100%. I like he was like hands down just like one of the better just like ISO players uh, on the team at the time, not in the league. But. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can tell you another underrated guy that I met on from the '04 Sox. Who I met Pokey Reese. Pokey Reese. Yeah, I went. I went to a uh, Red Sox game a couple of years ago, and it was like the something like it was like a maybe the ten year reunion for the '04 team, and like Pedro threw out the first pitch. And I was up above, my dad's like, my dad got like sick tickets somehow, so we were like up in this EMC, it's called the EMC Club, and it's like right behind home plate, and it's so dope, and there's like a little indoor area where like, I guess the the, the former players hang out whenever they would come to watch the game, yeah. so I saw this guy walking around with a big number three jersey, I was like, do you think that's, I was like with my dad, like, do you think that's Pokey Reese? <laughs> and we just went over and asked him, he's like, yeah, I'm Pokey Reese. I was like, hey, man, can I get a picture? Or just some guy who said he's Pokey yeah. Reese. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But like, we looked it up after, it is Pokey Reese. Like, that would be such a good, like, con. But yeah, this, uh, there's somewhere out there, there's a picture of me and Pokey Reese floating around, so. He's an underrated guy. Yeah, he's like, uh, oh, dude, I don't know what. Remember, uh, you remember Mark Loretta? <laughs> I do remember Mark, Mark Loretta. Loretta. He was just like, he just had such a forgettable face, though. You know what I uh-huh. mean? Like, he what did he play second base? Yeah, he, yeah, he was. Yeah. I remember Mark Loretta. Mark he, Loretta, Julio Lugo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I always hated Julio Lugo because he was never. He could never ever hit. Well, yeah, he, he, he was a good fielder. Yeah, I just remember him like thinking that and. One time he just hit like a grand slam, and I was yeah. like, "Of course, this is yeah. the only time you hit." One. Like, <laughs> no, it's the, the, like those are like that would be like a great MLB career to have to be one of those guys who it's like, oh, you can't rely on this guy; he's yeah. a bum. And then like every like fifty at bats, you just hit like a huge home run yeah. or like bases clearing double. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always I always felt uh, weird about uh, Julio Lugo because, like, he looks, like, very shifty as a person. He looks like Waligi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And plus, like, he came from the, the Devil Rays at the yeah. time. And, like, I did not like the Rays whatsoever. The Devil Rays. I'm happy they never won anything because then the Devil would have won. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time it was during, like, the whole – I'm, like, a big conspiracy theory guy. And yeah. I think they – it was, like, 2011 and – the L.A. Kings and the New Jersey Devils met in the Stanley Cup final, and I was like, "Oh my!" Like, and it was like where the like the whole Mayan calendar shit was going on. So like, the yeah. world was supposed to end in twenty twelve, and like I was, I believed, oh I believed in that God. so heavily. <laughs> so and what? Just... I was like, "Oh my God!" If the Kings don't beat the Devils, like the Devils gonna win, and we're all gonna die in twenty <laughs> in twenty twelve. But thank fuck, the Kings won the series. So I was like. Yeah. We might not die. Like we, we might the Kings might have prevailed, and we, we might have just been saved. But yeah, yeah, so. but that 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 should have been the ending to the movie. Uh, twenty twelve. Yeah, it was just and like, the Kings win the cup. <laughs> was, it, the was it? Was it? Was it? What was that? When Jonathan Quick was like still a thing? I think he was the goalie. Yeah, yeah. I just know he's like falling off now. Yeah, goalies goalies in the NHL usually like burn Dude, bright for a year, so and then they like. And they just die off. It's or or burn bright, die off, and then 
pull a Tim Thomas and then burn bright for one last time. <laughs> yeah, it's just you got to be a fucking whack jaw to be a good NHL goalie. And I think it just not, yeah. there's not a lot of people who are up to the task. It's a got to be a tough gig. It can't be that much oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I heard to be a goalie, I heard like they're easily hands down the most craziest individuals ever. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Rob Lennox can tell you some good like junior hockey goalie stories. Of They're all like like crazy i don't know how you can look at a hockey game and be like oh yeah i want to be the goalie yeah <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like, what, what why yeah see that guy that can barely walk I like <laughs> skate see that guy who just has to sit in net and like can get blamed for the whole loss even though like he only lets up two goals yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's what i want to be i it always like blew my mind like when i was in the stands though and like you know just like freezing in the stands and then like I see the goalie, like, walk off, and he's just drenched yeah. in sweat. I'm like, is it really that? You're just sitting there. Like, you're just standing. Like, no, very you gotta focused. Be, yeah, I know. You I gotta know. be ready to go. It's like, <laughs> that's the, I'd say that it's the second craziest position in, like, popular sports because number one's got to be lacrosse goalie. Like, that guy just, first of all, you're, there's probably more goals a game in a lacrosse, definitely more goals a game in a lacrosse game than hockey, and... But you're wearing far less padding than a goalie, like, than a hockey goalie. You, guys just go out there with fully exposed, like, they'll just wear shorts and, yeah. like, a chest protector. And it's like, dude, what, who are you, like, why, like, are you trying to prove how tough you are? Like, yeah. <laughs> why not wear pads? Like, there is no need to just be getting your shins destroyed and your arms destroyed with these rubber balls that hurt as, like, they hurt wicked bad when you got fucking guys whipping them 100 miles an hour yeah. at you. You got to be a, a different kind of animal to be a lacrosse goalie. About one hundred percent. Honestly, any type of goalie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Goalie's a weird position. I I got recruited at Sandwich to play field hockey goalie, and I practiced one time, not with the team, but with I had Mrs. Beaton, Kelsey yeah. Beaton, Coach Beaton is a family friend, so she was like, you know, come over, we'll try it out. Like I played a little field hockey goalie in her backyard, and it was easy i would have been dominant but i was like i'm not i can't play field hockey yeah yeah it's just not I, if i had any like close like girlfriends on the team i'd be like yeah but i, I didn't want to hang out with like a bunch of i don't know i'm not gonna yeah. wait for the girls team yeah there's oh, no really? guys field hockey team. well yeah no i was just trying i was like trying to think like oh maybe like i'm just like forgetting like <laughs> no dy had a uh, a guy hockey or field hockey goalie that was absolutely nasty and they would, like, always go wicked deep in turn- in the tournament because of him. Yeah. But he was, like, the hockey goalie, too. So, kind of, like, what's... <laughs> he's just he just guy, like, saving balls from going to the yeah. net. Yeah, guy loves being the goalie. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm trying to think. Any other uh, throwback Boston players? No, but I have a complaint. That's you got sort a complaint. of just Yeah, I'm just, I ran out of Boston sports people, but... Were you, <laughs> Where do you think the cur- the term cutting the cheese like or- originated and got popularized because how often do you like, were these people cutting cheese that it was like oh like that this smells like cutting cheese and this smells like a fart like what if we <laughs> what if we call farting cutting the cheese yeah. that that would be funny like oh well, I-, I could give you a little history on it yeah if, if, if you know it, <laughs> what what, what I think it is just cuz like cheese like like ori- like really original cheese is mold it's mold. Yeah. So it smells awful. So, like, when you do first, like, uh, cut it in, like, I don't know, it has, like, some type of skin, the cheese mm-hmm. does, and then you just, like, cut the skin off, 
and then open up to like reveal like the cheese. Yeah, it smells. Maybe. But does it smell like a fart or does it smell like moldy cheese? Because like I feel like those are two very different smells. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like Italy. You know what I mean? So you're saying it originated uh, in Italy? No, I'm saying the farts in Italy might smell different than. Uh... <laughs> so where does the term come from? Well, they might have came up with it and then some. You know. So you're saying Italy? Yeah, Italy. I think I'm gonna go Italy. I need to do research on that, but yeah. I don't like that term, and I think it's stupid. And like, I like I ripped one last night watching TV with my parents. My dad's like, "Oh, who cut the cheese?" I'm like, "I did," but yeah. like, I, I didn't. Like, that's a stupid saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's just that's not funny. It's just dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, no, my, th- like, uh, I, I get what you're saying with, like, uh, you know, the saying, because for some it reason, it bothers, it bothers me when I hear it. I've never smelt a fart and been like, oh, that smells like cheese. That's and I've never smelled like cheese and been like, oh, who farted? <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe we're spoiled with, like, just having easy access to, like, Parmesan, already shaved cheese and stuff. Yeah. But, I don't know, fuck well, that saying. I think that's what it is, though. Like, like all our cheese is just, like, processed shit. You know Fair I mean? enough. With like a bunch of yeah. additives. And like whatnot. no one's farting and be like, "Oh, who cut the Velveeta?" Like, yeah, you know, it just no, Velveeta <laughs> smells good. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but even when you get like those blocks of cheese that like you cut up to put on like a board with grapes and like crackers whenever you're drinking wine, I don't know if that's your kind of shtick, but oh, uh, it's one hundred percent. I like that kind of stuff. That cheese has a distinct smell, but it doesn't smell like farts. But the thing is, too, it it's it's all like how deep you get in the cheese game, I guess. Yeah, maybe if, I'm just on the the, t- the at the tip of the iceberg of the cheese game. Yeah, because I feel like most cheeses smell like uh, like blue cheese. You think? You know? Yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, that doesn't smell like farts. Yeah, but you can kind of smell like all right, it's a little funky. It's strong. Like yeah. just because it's a strong smell doesn't mean it's a. A fart scent. That, oh, Fuck actually... cut the cheese. <laughs> I don't like cutting the cheese. Yeah, we're retiring cheese. that. Yeah, yeah that's, let's ab- retire the saying. Officially retired. New segment, people. Yeah. We're retiring that saying. And uh, what was the other one? Uh, Play it by ear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've noticed myself saying that. And we, this is from a deleted episode with Vinny Petraka that we originally went over the fact that no one can really tell whether it's play it by ear or play it by year. So we decided that it's play it by gear. <laughs> so we actually have three retired sayings. Cut, cutting the cheese, any references, you're done. You're going to cut Play it. it by ear and play it by ear are both retired. So those three sayings are done. They're not swear jars. They're just stupid. Yeah, it's like they they don't even deserve to be put in the swear exactly, jar category. Exactly. Well, the podcast will just look down at you, and we'll think that you don't want to keep moving. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not a mover or a shaker if you're using any of those <laughs> yeah. three sayings that you, are just. You idiotic. want to prevent people from moving if you use those sayings. <laughs> yeah, you're probably a quarantine uh, like pluser. That's a cute oh, word. That's a cute no! word. That's a cute word. <laughs> See, yeah. that that's the word. That's the tricky one. Yeah, because it doesn't definitely... feel like a swear, but yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. But it is a swear. Oh, I have a dirty mouth. What do you want? I'm, I think I'm up to three. I forget. We should actually, like, write it down. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that was my third, and you're ahead of me. But Yeah, I'm definitely ahead of you. We'll say, so I'm one to no on the week, so I'm up. You're up one on the week. All right, word. Okay, sounds good. We'll just good. do it by week. Yeah, yeah. Do, do it by gear. Play it by gear. Play it by gear. Fuck it. That's what we'll do. (laughs)
but yeah, it's getting real foggy in this car. I don't know what's going on with that. Is yeah. it my body heat? Yeah, it probably is. Oh, no, we're talking a lot, right? Yeah, we're putting out a lot of emissions, a maybe. Lot. Maybe there's not a lot of <laughs> oxygen left in this place. <laughs> I just don't want to turn on the, like, uh... I don't want to mess with the vibe, bro. We're rolling, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I kind of like being at the boardwalk and thinking that we're bowling the car. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to get pulled up on right now when Uh, we're not doing anything illegal. Yeah. What's up? What do you want? What are we, like, we're podcasting. What are you doing? Not practicing social distancing. That's what you're doing. We don't want your germs, Fuzz. Get out of here. Scram, okay? Take a squirt of Perel and get out (laughs) of here. Yeah, Yeah. you take some hand sanitizer and make your way out of here, all right? Or else... (laughs) I might swear at you. Yeah. I might get offended. <laughs> Bitch. Oh my goodness gracious. This is uh this has been real. I I'm actually shocked how many athletes you came up with. Yeah, no, You're, I mean and you know what one I just came up with who? that kind of fits in that category with like uh 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 Cora and uh JT Snow who I don't uh, know. Uh yeah, he's more recent is uh uh Rock Holt. No. <laughs> that's that's a good one though. Uh Daniel Nava. I love yeah, Daniel yeah, Nava. Yeah, yeah. He was. He, he has a great story. He's that guy, though. That's just like, you know, like every other time you'll see him. No, I loved Daniel Nava, and he was so underrated. That was That's such a good one, Bynes, because yeah. he, he was like, I forget exactly what his story was, but like he was either like a low D1 or like a D2 baseball player. It was never that good. It was like the general, ma- like was like the manager of a team or something, and like just grinded and some like found his way to the socks and then when he broke in with the socks i think he had like a grand slam the first pitch he ever saw or something yeah he was a beast i loved daniel nava yeah. and i'm i was i gotta i gotta figure out his story because i know it's very like interesting yeah you know? I, I just remember all like that's kind of what i remember because i remember when bogarts came in there was also you had like holt you had i mean nava wasn't really oh middlebrooks middlebrooks mm. I, I don't Really remember him that well, but he was a savage, and he left just so he could marry Jenny Delp. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Because like, never mind. Because like <laughs> it was, was like sav. I was like it was like I guess there was like conflict that he was banging Jenny Dell and like it wasn't allowed or something because like she was a team reporter. Yeah. So he got tr- like I guess I don't know what happened, but he got traded, and Jenny Dell was still a reporter at, at Nesson, and but then. She left, so I was like, fuck, we didn't have to get rid of Will Middlebrook. Yeah, we, yeah. And we could still have them uh, both because then she would go to the games. And... I didn't even know that was like a conflict oh, of that's, interest. That's, oh, yeah. That's a thing. Oh, that's so weird. Why? Just because, what, she's going to just like talk him up? I... Middlebrook should be out there more. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the, just like... I don't know what like the official reason that happened or anything but it's uh good for will meadowbrooks jenny dell is actually that whenever the 2013 parade it got like stopped for a long time for some reason and jenny dell was right in front of me so i also have a picture with jenny dell you have a lot of pictures i asked jenny dell to go to prom with me and she said no because she'll the season will still be going on so so it was kind of a yes (laughs) (laughs) so i'm still waiting for my call but yeah uh, I, yeah, I, I, this is weird too. I had another one pop up. Uh, you remember, uh, Doug Marabelli? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That he, guy, he was only on the team because he was the guy that could he catch. him Wakefield. Yeah. And do you remember whenever they, tr- he went, they got, he went to the Padres for a while and then like something happened where the, the Sox traded for Mirabelli the day before Tim Wakefield was going to pitch. So they like flew him in the morning of, and it was like this intense, like, 
there's a chase like, is Doug Mirabelli gonna get to the ballpark yeah, yeah. in time to catch Tim Wakefield? <laughs> and it was like intense. It felt like it so, felt like watching, like listening to like a police report, like the whole time. They're like, Mirabelli's on the highway, like coming to Fenway right now. We'll be there in 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Like, the game starts in 42 minutes. Yeah. Like we need an escort. And you just remember rushing Doug Mirabelli, and he's like throwing his jersey on and like yeah. jumping in his pants all the way there. It was so funny. I, just like, like, uh, yeah, like Mission Impossible. Pretty much just getting Doug Mirabelli to the game. That's actually mad funny. But yeah, bro. That was. I mean, that was, yeah, that, that, we said a lot of athletes. There's a lot of athletes I in know, there. I, I can't think of any more. Yeah. And I don't think there are, could be too many more. I'm sure. There's always one. Yeah, no. If There's you guys, always one. If you movers and shakers think of someone very interesting or very important in your childhood that we didn't talk about who would re- like fit in this category, yeah. hit us up. Let Michael Petrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on for days, but I think... Yeah. I gotta cut it. I got shit I gotta do with nah, three o'clock. I feel that. I feel that. I have this stupid Zoom video conference that you would, <laughs> that you would hate. I have to make like a one minute music video. It's a boom boom pow. But oh my god, see uh, it all ties together, folks. It really does. All right, all you uh, cats and kittens out there. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Fuck Carol Baskins. Wednesday we'll do a Tiger King review because that is a good idea. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about it at all, yeah. so we'll get into that. If you guys are interested in that, tune in Wednesday. If you're not, tune in anyway. Yeah, binge watch it. It's very yeah. easy to watch. Oh, it's I sat I sat down and watched it all in one bite. It was just I couldn't I couldn't tear myself away yeah. from the TV. It was no filler, no filler whatsoever. Folks. Absolutely amazing mini documentary. But yeah, all right. Till next time, guys. Till Wednesday, we'll see you. Peace.